chug, chug went the little blue engine. I think I can. 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 Oh, You're listening to the Sill Podcast. Perspectives on art and technology with Peter Noche and Harry Posner. Episode 100. PH Factor. The little cast that could. I think I can, I think I can, I think I have a plan. And I can do most anything if I only think I can. So we're in the little town of Orangeville. Here we are. Uh, celebrating... 100, 100 episodes mm. of uh, the Sill podcast. I don't know why I'm speaking like an accent, but mm. so yes, 100 cells. Uh, it didn't really dawn on me until I was editing the last podcast and I ran my scroller to make some adjustments, editing stuff for the web and so on. Right. It took me a while to scroll it. Yeah, right? yes. And you think, we did all that? Mm-hmm. How is that possible? Mm-hmm. How many hours... Would it take to listen to all of them? We figured that. No, we're at about 42 hours. So if you wanted to listen to all of our podcasts, you would just have to set aside only 40 hours of your life and you could listen from beginning to end. And the beginning was a little conversation we had with each other That's in my right. living room right. about who we are as people. And that was the end of June, early part of July in 2017, we had that conversation. When I was a young man. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm much older and wiser. That's right. And as I recall, we actually recorded something like eight podcasts prior to that. Yes, we did. Which we ended up, well, you ended up rejecting because of audio concerns. Audio concerns on a few other minor things because we were still debating the name of the podcast and the, right. the music we were going to use because then it was called Tongue and Groove. Tongue and Groove. A stripper came up to us yeah. one day and said, that's my stage name. <laughs> so that's we right. thought maybe we it should change, change it to something else. And, and that really right. came after because our initial discussion on this whole idea mm-hmm. goes back to the fall of 2016. You and I had met a few times in the cafe while I was uh, helping other clients. And you came by and asked a couple of questions and we got to know each other over a period of months. Yeah. And I eventually approached you and said, I'm considering doing a podcast. How about perhaps you co-host with me? Yeah, and we batted it back and forth for a while. And at some point, I think I sort of said, well, let's just do it. Mm -hmm. Let's do one and see how it goes. We kind of didn't know exactly what it is we were after at the beginning, mm-hmm. I would say, mm-hmm. I think it evolved to the point where we understood that it was about the art of conversation. Right. About listening and responding and bringing in unique angles to ideas and topics in art and technology. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I initially approached you, you were primarily working in the arts field, which was writing, yep. and I was doing a lot of technical work. However, whenever we conversed about anything, Yep. I saw immediately that we completely crossed over in terms of our interests. And so yeah. I, I looked at it that way. And both of us have had some radio experience. Mm-hmm. I know you have. A little bit. Uh, me too, here and there. I've been on the radio and done some stuff. So mm-hmm. we weren't totally foreign to the whole thing, but there was a lot to learn still. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a lot of audio chops. And you've learned a lot in the process of putting this podcast together week to week, right? Sure. I've learned primarily what it takes 
What does it take? Well, it takes time, first of all. Yeah. Uh, and that's even if you know what you're doing. Right. If you don't know what you're doing, you'd be there a lot longer. Because part of the challenge is understanding the software and understanding what it does. Yeah. The advantage that I had was I already had a good fundamental understanding of audio. So I knew what I needed to do. So I only had to learn how to do it. Okay, Whereas so a novice you, would also have to understand the fundamentals. Right. Now, you went through... How many different softwares until you, like, go through your softwares that you used up till now? Well, I only use one primarily, which is Adobe Audition, but I also use Hindenburg, and I also use Logic Pro, and I had some familiarity with all three. Right. But the idea was trying to find one that would do it all, and basically what I found out was that if I mixed the use of all three of them, that there were certain things that I could capitalize in each one. So primarily I use one. As I said, the mix offers a little bit more variety in terms of capabilities and so on. And yeah. as you know, we're both big on the creative aspect. Yep. And that's really what we're trying to fine-tune all the time. Yeah, the content is really the important aspect, The most important. The most Even important. though we did discard eight right. <laughs> podcasts. Well, we didn't, we didn't totally discard them because, as you recall, we also used them as beta testers. Yes, and in fact, we've used a little uh, interview with an old lady from a podcast about marijuana that we did. Oh, I love that, that one. That didn't air. Given that your friend Dietro, which I understand you were born in the same year, so you're That's approximately right. the same age, yeah. do you think that marijuana, whether in its actual physical form or the effect that it had on you and the way you were feeling, do you think it added to your longevity? Oh, absolutely. It made life much more bearable. Uh, the sex with Horace was wonderful, I have to say. And by the way, when, when did Horace leave us? Oh, 15 years ago. 15 years ago. So Horace would have been... Approximately 80? That's right. And you know, when he discovered that I was smoking marijuana, at first he didn't like it very much. I have to admit. But the sex, the sex was so good. Yes. That he came around. He came around. He came Literally around. and figuratively. Literally and figuratively. Yes. Oh, you naughty boy. <laughs> oh, so I couldn't help myself, Lizzie. Because I have to say, I, I understand that uh, completely. I mean, if for no other reason than just being relaxed, which is paramount to enjoying anything. Absolutely. And so Horace, did he partake? No, his, his drug of choice was whiskey. Whiskey? So he would get rather mildly tanked, you might say. Yes. And I would get mildly high. But we would meet in the middle. So we started back then, and it took us 48 podcasts to reach 1,000... Plays and downloads. Plays and downloads. Mm -hmm. So where are we at now? Well, bear in mind that what I'm about to say applies only to Spreaker, our hosting platform. The actual numbers are higher than the numbers I'm about to give you, but these are the ones that we have confirmed from our host. Hmm. We're not quite two years in, but in terms of the thousand, we hit the thousand mark in June of last year. So now we're in June of this year. So that's a 12 month period. So we're approaching 4,000. Essentially, we did 1,000 on the first 48 and 3,000 plays and downloads on the second. So that's uh, times three. A threefold increase. We still yeah. have a long way to go because we haven't really marketed this thing. And when we started the idea also, especially you really were high on this idea, was to not have advertising. Yes. And we've maintained that mm -hmm. for 100 episodes. We instituted a donate button at a certain point in the process. That's and, fairly recent, but we yeah, did. Yeah, encouraging people to donate. We included an audio comment mm -hmm. button yep. that people can use. We really did evolve the podcast 
over those two years to where it is now, mm-hmm. and there's more to come, which we'll talk about a bit and later. It, it would have evolved faster, except that we both have other work to do. We can't dedicate the kind of time that both you and I would like to dedicate. In fact, we've discussed this, and we would love to do this full-time if we could make it work. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, we just keep doing what we're doing, and as you said, in the process of this discussion, other mm-hmm. things will come up. <laughs> whoop, whoop, factoid, factoid, factoid. We're talking about hundreds here. Nate Birch caught 100 goldfish in his mouth while barefoot and listening to Dog Days Are Over by Florence and the Machine. Back to the podcast. Well, I've got him. Oh, wait a minute. You got your factoid in. I'm going to get my (laughs) factoid in. Will Chamberlain, March 2nd, 1962, 100 points in a single NBA game. A record never to be broken, I think. I don't I think. think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, here we are, yeah. and uh, we're celebrating 100, yep. and we are also making another change. Following this podcast, we will be podcasting every two weeks. Right. So June 10th will be our last weekly podcast, which will be Podcast 100, and Podcast 101 gets uploaded on June 24th. And then it's two weeks after that for the next one. Right, right. And the reason we're doing that is to give ourselves a bit more time. We do a fair bit of research, but we can do more. We can do better. We know that. Mm -hmm. And when we began this whole process, we barely did a lot of research at all, relying on our own kind of natural chops and knowledge and experience. experience. Life experience. Since we're both in our 60s. -hmm. And that kind of got us through at first. But then we realized we really had to get more focused on getting our facts straight, Mm -hmm. bringing in information, the educational side of it, as well as the entertainment side of it, Mm -hmm. and to make sure there's a good balance there. So having two weeks means that we have more time to research. Right. Plus, we got a lot more creative with the post-production, too. We brought in new elements. We've got BoxBox. We're going to be putting in another one as well, a little surprise for you. Mm -hmm. And just a simple modification of the files compared to when we started. Right the insertion of various pieces and so on. They may seem small, but they require more time. Sure. VoxBox was a great example. We began with VoxBox interviewing people and getting little snippets of ideas and thoughts about certain issues that Mm -hmm. we were discussing. And then we thought, well, why don't we just go out into the big world and grab some snippets from elsewhere as well to create the VoxBox. We had comedians and musical elements. Yeah, yeah. uh, Just to spice up the podcast so it's not just our, you know, voices back and forth. It's really a couple of grown-up guys playing. Yeah, well, essentially... It's playing with words, for example. And playing with some serious intent as well. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at the world. Mm -hmm. How often do you get to examine the world you live in in many different ways? Exactly. You know, but, you know, always coming back to the relation between art and technology and how they intersect. Now, having said that, we also built in some new departments as the two years evolved. First of all, we brought in interviews, mm-hmm. the undefined spirit. The undefinable spirit. The undefinable spirit, sorry. And we've interviewed, I don't know, a dozen people so far. Amongst them, Drew Marshall, Larry Kurtz. Nadina Mackey-Jackson, Dr. Claudia Six. She was a fun one, that Yeah, one. that was a really interesting interview. Even my cousin, Robert Arnone. Yes, an architect. Mm-hmm. A great uh, discussion about architecture and space and psychology and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Then we brought in Digging Words, where we examine, take a word like braggadocio or zeitgeist. Yeah, and that was also in line with kind of our mandate, which was also embellishing the art of conversation. Right. Words are an integral part of that. 
So we took these words, explored them, and explored what they mean and what they imply mm-hmm. when, when they're used. And I really enjoy that. And then we brought in another one, which both of us really enjoy, Our too. Our love of music. Yeah, called Transcendent Tunes. Mm-hmm. And we started with the Beach Boys' Good Vibrations. I love that, doing Transcendent Tunes. It, it's just a joy to get the history of the music and the artist and mm-hmm. how it evolved and the stories behind it. The stories behind it, which you never heard before. Yes, we mm-hmm. did Good Vibrations. We did Strange Fruit by Billy Holiday. Mm-hmm. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. McCartney and Lennon's Yesterday, a number of them. And Begin the Begin as well we did. Yep. We've done a, a bunch now. And then we introduced yet another one, <laughs> bringing it up to four, yes. called Time Trek. And we talked about the arch, kind of looking into history mm-hmm. and finding a moment in time. We did the Degenerate Art Show of mm-hmm. uh, 1936, I think, and numerous other ones as well. So to try to build some variety, it's kind of like a 60 Minutes in a way. In a way, and the jury's still out on whether or not that's the best way to go. We're kind of playing with that because some people would argue that we're not specific enough. Mm-hmm, and some mm-hmm. people enjoy our eclectic approach where we're bringing a lot of subject matter. So mm-hmm. the experimentation continues. Whoop, whoop, factoid, factoid, <laughs> factoid. Did you know that John Stanley clicked a tally counter 100 times in 10.6 seconds? No, I did not know. And that, that there are 100 senators in the United States Senate. Okay, factoid, factoid. 100-meter <laughs> records. Yes. Usain Bolt. That's 9. right. 9.58 seconds. You got it. Fastest man on earth. And the lady is? What? The lady who does it in 10.49? Joiner? Joiner. Yeah, whew, I have a memory. <laughs> yes, you do. We're testing that. Yeah, so here's a test for you. Tell me about one or two episodes that you really enjoyed doing over the last 100. Wow, well, uh, Lizzie Pinky Weather for sure. So that's one that didn't air. That's right. All that right. was one of the uh, TNGs. Okay. Tongue and Grooves. Tongue and Grooves. Yeah, that, that was definitely, that was a fun one. And Lizzie Pinky Weather was a 90-something-year-old woman who smokes marijuana. Yeah, that was definitely one. I also like the moments in various podcasts, not just the entire podcast, where, especially for myself, who tends to be a little more serious in most podcasts. Yes. Uh, where we get a little bit um, <laughs> zany or frolicky. Singing, uh, yeah, yeah. dancing. Yeah. They're all very spontaneous. And so there are many bits of podcasts. As you said, I really enjoy the music ones because... I love music in general, mm-hmm. and it's great to find these little bits about people, stories behind them, songs that are so famous, and sometimes they're born out of complete accidental situations yeah, or some other circumstance. Well, in the earlier days, that we did about maybe 15 podcasts where... Because you have a connection to a coffee company in the area, oh, right, Hockley right. Valley. Hockley Valley Coffee. We would start every episode with a, ah, that's a good coffee. And all kidding aside, <laughs> it really is a good coffee. Come on, come on. Maybe we'll give you a little mm-hmm. montage of some of these coffee uh, segments we did because they're kind of fun. Before we talk about habits. Mmm. <laughs> mm, that's good fake coffee. No, it's not fake. That's real. Freshly roasted Hockley Valley coffee. <laughs> Just smells. It's as real as it gets in this world of ours of fake news. <laughs> Are you enjoying yours? Oh, uh, immensely. Anyway, no, it is good. It's aromatic. It's, uh, it's, it's magnifique. Problematic. <laughs> problematic. It's idiomatic. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mmm. He's choking on Huckley Valley coffee. Oh, that was a sweet choke. Only the best. You ever had a sweet choke? No comment. Okay. Said the bishop to the queen. Yeah, so that's <laughs> it, for, that's it for Hockley Valley Coffee. We're on to business. <laughs> and actually, I did get response on that particular podcast because we both delved in areas that we were both somewhat familiar with. You mm-hmm. with teas and me with coffee. Yep. Because we both had experience in those areas. I had it when I was in university. I worked for a coffee company for a couple of summers to earn some money for my education. And subsequent to that, I I built the website for Hockley Valley Coffee. Right. And so on. And then we bantered about that a little bit. Yeah. And there was one specific (laughs) thing about that podcast that Mm -hmm. I loved when we got into Beethoven and his coffee beans. Yeah. We have to play them that little segment too, because that's a cool one. I think Beethoven is a great place to start. Beethoven? Beethoven. Why? Because Beethoven's breakfast was coffee. No. Yes. You can look this up on the internet. Okay. He made it himself with great care. He determined there would be 60 beans per cup, (laughs) and he often counted them out one by one for a precise dose. A real bean counter, eh? A real bean counter. Meantime, I'm just going to enjoy my Hockley Valley coffee. (laughs) Just like Beethoven. That's something you and Beethoven have in common. (laughs) (laughs) One of my other favorites, too, was uh, when I went to France, I brought along my cell phone. I did a lot of recording, and I also, for the first time, was introduced to a lovely young female voice named Siri. Mm-hmm. And so I got to have a, a chat with Siri at a certain point. I used Siri in Paris, and we had a couple of times where we talked about how Siri works in terms of voice recognition technologies, AI, and that sort of thing was part of that discussion. Uh And that was fun. We should play them a little bit of that. How far is it from Charles de Gaulle Airport to the Louvre? Louvre Museum is about 22 miles from Paris, Charles de Gaulle Airport by car, or about 15 miles as the crow flies. Oh, thank you, Siri. As the crow flies. That works really well. If only we were crows. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And while you're on that subject, actually, when it comes to the post-edit, the editing and post-production, that was the most fun piece that I edited. Really? Because, yeah, because I couldn't stop laughing while I was doing it. <laughs> I am Siri. Okay, I am Harry. Nice to meet you. I don't know what you mean by, okay, I am Harry. Nice to meet you. How about a web search for it? No, I don't think I want to search the web today. But I'd like to know a bit more about you. Where do you come from? If you don't, you don't. Now you're being rather coy. The weather seems pretty good right now in Koi Island, New Zealand. What the hell does Koi Island, New Zealand have to do with who you are and how you are? Here's what I found on the web for what the hell does Koi Island, New Zealand have to do with who you are and how you are. I don't want stuff about the web. I want stuff about you. Okay. So, tell me about you. I'm Siri, your virtual assistant. Okay, I'm Harry, your virtual assistance person thing. I don't understand. Okay, I am Harry, your virtual assistance person thing. But I could search the web for it. Okay, go ahead. That may be beyond my abilities at the moment. How intelligent are you, Siri? I couldn't even begin to think about knowing how to answer that question. Well, why don't I help you? Who, me? Yes, you. That's what I figured. Okay, shall we start? I can't answer that. Well, don't answer it then. Let me 
help you. You are a speech recognition technology voice. Who, me? Yes, you. That's what I thought. Well, great. Then we're on the same page. I'm not sure I understand. You know, a page, a piece of paper. Okay. Here's what I found. I don't have an answer for that. Well, you don't have to have an answer for everything, do you? Who, me? Yes, you. That's what I figured. You figure a lot of things, don't you? Okay. You're very amenable. If you insist. Well, I do insist. I'm not sure I understand. That's okay. We'll talk another time. I'm not sure I understand. I'm just saying we'll talk another time and see you later. I don't understand. I'm just saying we'll talk another time and see you later. But I could search the web for it. No, don't bother. I'll do it myself. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. No, really, you don't have to be sorry. It's okay. I don't really like these arbitrary categories. Well, I don't mean to hurt your feelings. Very well. Thank you. And thank you. You're welcome. One of my favorite pieces. Yeah. Really well done. Credits to you, Harry. Well, Seriously. Uh, I, I was in a closet yeah, yeah. trying to figure out how to do this well, uh, and somehow have a conversation. Well, you uh, came out of the closet <laughs> in, in, in spades. <laughs> Me and Siri Earth. You and Siri. We, we got a thing going on. We got a on, thing right? going on, man. <laughs> uh, one of my other favorite episodes was one called Driving Stories. Mm. Uh, talking about just our, our various road journeys and the kind of cars that our parents had and we had mm-hmm. and we were introduced to. I mean, I got introduced to driving in a souped-up Austin Mini right. know, with a racing engine in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, it was just a joy to kind of do that. And part of our raison d'etre is the stories the story. that we share and that our interviewees mm-hmm. share about their lives. Box, box. I started taking my own advice that I usually gave my mom. It wasn't doing any good anyway. Like, she didn't listen to any of my advice. But I started using the advice that I like to give her. Everybody does a thousand pictures a day with their cell phone. And it is a different world. But there are still photographers, the commercial or nature photographers that really think... We're really trying to attract a new generation of voters that really do value the sort of entrepreneurial spirit there was a bar there called sirens and there was this red-headed girl called sarah that i'd always go in and i wouldn't even really drink i'd just go in there and i'd sit at a table and write trying to get her to building at 299 queen street west and more programming there and then i went on to ytv to start that together 24 7 and you're put under stressful moments or you're tired and you're hungry and things aren't going right it's amazing how you just somehow things, you, get the question you the make it work. Okay, so this room is 20 by 30. Can you give me a sense of what that space looks like? Whereas today, you're literally able to immerse them in the space, in the environment, with a pretty One good physical sense. One of the things that I really loved about the be. sport is that I felt like it gave a much more accurate depiction of female body types than any other sport that I've ever and the flooring. So... Whenever I can put them together, I find that without me being conscious of the pathway, that playing actually allows me to see stuff. It apparently was written down, and they wrote it down in red. So those are the red letters. And the stuff that 
this Jesus apparently said is really, really good stuff. And mm-hmm. if I could somehow manage to live my he life by that code, trip. I'd be doing He well. was masturbating to gay porn, and she took it very personally, and she thought it meant something about her, that she wasn't attractive enough, or mm-hmm. that they weren't having sex often enough, or whatever. And it wasn't where... personal. It had okay, nothing to Box, box. Whoop, whoop, oh, whoop, factoid, whoop. Factoid, factoid, factoid. The fastest time to blow a stamp, 100 meters, is 3 minutes, 3 seconds, and was achieved by Christian Schaefer of Germany at ASV Dachau, in Dachau, Germany, on the 3rd of October, 2010. Good. Now, I'm not even going to counter that one because I just want everybody to take a second and picture some guy in a field blowing a stamp for three and a half minutes. I, I read that and I went, what? <laughs> Those Germans, boy, they're fun yeah, lovers. Yeah, yeah. Moving on. Yes. So what would you say were the biggest challenges then mm-hmm. and now in relation to pulling this podcast together week to week? Consistency. Mm-hmm. Keeping yourself up to a level of energy and interest to maintain uh, the quality and to want to improve things. Yeah. Um, there's a certain dedication and commitment, mm-hmm. which for me is actually significant because it, it's helped me a lot in that regard. I've always had a history of uh, somewhat challenged in, in my ability to focus on certain things. And I realized that it wasn't my ability to focus so much as the ability to understand that I tend to focus on things that I really like to do and quite the opposite on things that I don't, so. Yeah, to force oneself to research something that you have very little knowledge of, Mm -hmm. and not that much interest in, but as a peripheral element to a a conversation that we're going to have, you need to get that piece, Exactly, and also I had a lifelong love of almanacs of all things. Uh, Most people like uh, literary books, I mean, I do as well, but uh, almanacs, I always had a curiosity about them, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. A lot of trivia. Yeah. You know, trivial information. I was always fascinated by numbers and quantities and so on and what exists in the world. And so finally, it's like my whole life is coming together through this podcast. Yeah. In a manner of speaking. It is your almanac. Yeah, it's my almanac. It's also my element. I feel like I'm in my element. In doing an audio thing. Yeah, because there are many, many factors to this. It's not one thing. And uh, one of the things that I enjoy and enjoy doing with you, by the way, is that it's multifaceted. It seems very simple, but there is so much going on yeah. in the creation of a 20 or 30 minute piece mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure, that fulfills a lot of ends. Yeah. What people don't always see because it's audio is that we're sitting at a table across from each other mm-hmm. in a small room that is an office that's essentially converted into a studio with baffling duvets Mm -hmm. hanging over wires from the ceiling, Mm -hmm. a table with, I've got five eight and a half by 11 white sheets in front of me with stuff. Which is the first time you've done that, by the way. Done what? Where you've laid out five sheets on a table. Well, yeah. And I would lay out 10 if I had the space. (laughs) Whereas I, as you can see. You have nothing in front of you except a cell phone and, and that's it. I'm a writer. I like the feel sure. of paper. I like reading yeah, paper. Yeah, I don't yeah. like screens that much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that distinguishes us. that's part of what I love about this is mm-hmm. that I love our differences. I, yeah. I love the fact that we both bring something unique mm-hmm. to the situation. Exactly. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> factoid, oh, factoid, factoid. <laughs> you should know that 100 <laughs> is the atomic number of fermium, 
which is an actinide and the first of the heavy metals that cannot be created through neutron bombardment. For all of you who are very familiar with neutron bombardment, that's we, very important We do it know. every week. We do a neutron bombardment <laughs> every week on the, on the sill here. You just don't see it because it's uh, so tiny, uh -huh, you know, exactly. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> well, I think we should talk a little bit about the fact that we live in a small town. Yes. Called Orangeville. Well, you live in Orangeville. I live close to Orangeville, which is population about 22,000 in southern Ontario, uh, Canada. What, for Orangeville? Orangeville. No, Orangeville is about 30,000. That's what I was trying to say. 30,000. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old. Okay, I'm getting old. About 30,000. Right. It's growing. Yeah, it's growing. But it's still a small town in relation Absolutely. to most. Mm -hmm. And both of us came here from a big city. Yes, we did. Toronto, in my case. And me, Toronto, Richmond Hill, yeah. Right. And so the fact that we're doing this podcast in this small town, in this small way, and the fact that we can reach the world mm -hmm. is an incredible thing. It's a wondrous thing due to the technology that we've created on this planet. Mm -hmm. And it's part of the reason why I also wanted to do it. Yeah. Not only the available technology, which enables both of us to take on so much on our own, because if you think back 15, 20 years, this would not have been possible. That's right. With time, money etc. Right. Plus uh, the technology, which gives you this phenomenal reach. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I found it to be a kind of opportunity that, like you say, it's truly amazing if you think about it. Sure. And the technology also allows you to do more with less. It'd be nice to have a team of eight people behind us sure. doing all the stuff Absolutely. and editing, mm -hmm. but we don't. But the software capability that is there and your knowledge of it allows you to do the work of, you know, how many people. Mm -hmm. So we, too, do everything on this podcast to create it and get it out there. And I would say, you know, in terms of audio, your work is exemplary in terms of how good the quality of the audio okay, is thank you, that we create. Right? Thank you. Right? Mm -hmm. It's as good as anything that's out there. Changes. Changes. Hippopotamonstrous quipodaliophobia. <laughs> now I know my ABCs. <laughs> Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious is much easier. It is much easier. Well, that's because you're used to that, right? <laughs> yeah. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about digging words. Digging words. But it is not an easy road, my friend. That's a great ending. I think we got it. Wow. <laughs> Did I just say that? Yes, you did. You <laughs> sounded like Clint Eastwood or something. It's not an easy role, my friend. Small mm -hmm. doesn't have to be small. Small can be big in its own way. Absolutely. And, you know, we've got a lot of examples of that, uh, including historical figures, Napoleon, David and Goliath, <laughs> Mickey Rooney, as you said. The shrimps, all <laughs> the, the shrimps out the shrimps. there who made it big, you know. Who made it big. Not just people. I mean, you have just locally, the Orangeville Blues and Jazz Festival oh. started off with a handful of people in a club mm -hmm. and is now up to $350,000 in budget, 
that's a big, big plus deal. volunteers. Yeah, huge. I mean, I played it the other day. I did some that poetry was, at it. Yeah, right? yeah. And first time, huge. first time, by the way, that they incorporated uh, the poetry with the music. That's right. And what was nice is, I'm not sure if this was at the beginning or during our early run that I became the poet laureate of Dufferin County, mm-hmm. and that was a really lovely development. We talked about it in a couple of the podcasts, mm-hmm. poet laureateship, and also the whole world of poetry as well. So we've explored so many things from the world of tea and coffee to artificial intelligence to mm-hmm. you know freedom of speech to racism yeah and as i said we're small in relative terms but mm-hmm. we have wide reach and we have as much of an opportunity as anyone else even without the backing of major institutions or money yep. uh, it comes down to whether or not people are interested or not yeah and that's one of the very positive things about the internet Right. It does in many ways balance the playing field. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course, that's a whole other topic because you could argue that particular thing both ways. But talking about big and small, the thing that comes to my mind too is the little things that we take for granted. Yes, like? Like our health, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which if you've ever had any serious setback in that department, you really appreciate what I'm saying right now in terms of yeah. it, it's the base of everything we do. Yeah. In fact, we've been blessed with fairly good health through these two yeah. years. We haven't, I mean, we haven't missed an episode. A couple of times you could tell in our voices that we were being challenged a little bit, yeah. but for the most part, mm-hmm. we haven't really been uh, struck. And we've even used uh, telephone technology mm-hmm. for a few of them. Uh, when I couldn't get through a snowstorm to get here to the studio, we did it on the phone. Completely on the phone. Yeah, it could have been in another country and we could have done this podcast, mm-hmm. you know, as well. So mm-hmm. that's pretty amazing. Whoop, 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 oh, no. whoop. Oh, no. oh, no. Factoid. The Carmen line lies at an altitude of 100 kilometers above the Earth's sea level and is commonly used to define the boundary between Earth's atmosphere and outer space. Yeah, just coincidental that it happens to be 100K. Isn't that something? Yeah. Uh-huh. We are at the boundary uh-huh. of worlds. The sill, it's the sill. And one other thing I want to get back to on the health part, when I mentioned health as a, one of those things we take for granted, and in terms of small and big, yep. there's a perfect example of something very small that can be very deadly. A virus. Yes, of course. Bacteria. Yeah. The opposite can also be true. Something small can be very beneficial, like a minuscule supplement. Yeah, or something like an invention like Velcro. Mm -hmm. A little thing, which has huge ramifications for all kinds of applications. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, small can be big. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you could take that into also a living lifestyle, because we live in a society... North American primarily, and the developed world as well, where this idea that bigger is better, bigger cars, bigger houses, bigger everything. And oftentimes the opposite is true. In fact, more and more people are seeing the value in becoming more minimalistic Mm -hmm. and downsizing on every level. Yeah, I'm 5'8", about 140 pounds. I've chosen that over being 6'4", and 300 pounds uh-huh, because uh-huh. small can be beautiful and big. I'm termed kind of medium, so I don't fit either end. You're a mesomorph. <laughs> <laughs> 
since you gave out your particular details, I'm, I'm about <laughs> six foot 180, 185. But size isn't everything. <laughs> no, right. That's right. <laughs> so the future, what the future holds? Yeah. Well, part of it is we'd like to, you guys, you listeners out there in uh, Brazil and Virginia and Sweden. Yeah, we've got uh, France, France, Israel, Australia, mm-hmm. Portugal, Ger- Germany, England. Yes. That's what the statistics indicate anyway. And what's really changing is since we got on to uh, Spotify and iTunes mm-hmm. and iHeartRadio, it just keeps growing. Right. Spotify specifically, I've noticed quite a change there because Spotify is really focusing on the uh, podcast market right now. Yeah, and most podcasts, uh, at least statistics, say grow very much, mostly through word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So you guys out there, A, send us comments, and B, spread the word about the cell, because it can only get better the more feedback we get and the more ears we get. Yeah, we'd really appreciate the direction. Maybe you can be instrumental in helping us focus more uh, yeah. in a specific area or have questions about something that you'd like discussed or... Mm-hmm. Or question what we are discussing. Yeah, absolutely. And so there it is, 100 episodes. Congratulations. Yes, same to you, Harry. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, uh, not too hard. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh, that's good water. Oh, that's great coffee. <laughs> we haven't talked about the future. Okay, talk about the future. What do you see, oh seer? Harry doing his uh, futuristic (laughs) seance. What does the future hold? I don't know at this point. We'll continue to explore and to experiment. Yeah, we've even raised the idea of creating a serial of some kind. Yes. Send us some thoughts, some ideas for what would be a good theme for a serial. Mm -hmm. And we'll take it. We'll run with it. Sure. I love collaborating with you guys, so let's do it. Yeah, and in terms of our future, it's also largely dependent on our listenership. Exactly. We will continue to do this regardless, but we would really be buoyed, buoyed with a B-U-O-Y. Yeah. If we got some response and uh, extra motivation to proceed. Tell us who you are and why you listen, if you Mm -hmm. do, or if you're a regular listener especially. I'd love to know why you tune into this. I'd also like to know why you choose not to listen if you've listened to a couple and have been put off for some reason. Yep. And be frank. Uh, Or be Shirley. (laughs) Be Shirley. (laughs) Your choice. (laughs) Well, Harry, as you said, great job. Seriously, I would personally like to say that it's been, and I hope it continues to be for as long as we do it, truly a a lot of fun and engaging, fulfilling. It's a gas and a half, and we're going to try to keep going here, keep the energy moving, and your comments do a lot to push us forward. So we'd love mm. to hear from you. We also have a donate button, as you know, as we yep. go on about at the end of every episode. Yep. Hit that donate button, if you will. If you don't, uh, that's fine. Send us a comment. That's a donation enough. We're happy to hear you. Absolutely. Great job, Harry. All right, on to 101. 101 it is. Ciao. Ciao. I think I can, I think I can, I think I have a plan. And I can do most anything if I only think I can. The Sill Podcast, Perspectives on Art and Technology, is a Connecting Dots Media production. Available at thesillpodcast.com. Just think you can, just think you can, and have that understood. And very soon you'll start to say, I always knew I could. I knew I could, 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 yeah.